Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Thank you all for tuning into Biz My Kids, the quarantine edition. My name is Nikki Watson, and I just want to let you know that our future is so bright. Why? You're about to see young scholars pour their heart out, want to know what does it take to be successful. They'll be interviewing today's business leaders to learn how to be tomorrow's business leaders. They will break down those communication barriers between different generations. Check them out. Kids, where we train the kings and queens of the future, and today we have Omari Weary and Noah Jackson interviewing Mr. Sims, manager of Jacquees and CEO of Works. Take it away. Hello, my name is Omari Weary, and we just wanted to give you a warm welcome here from BMK. My first question for you today is: Since you've traveled so many places, how have you been able to keep a steady set up on your artists? Well, it's a couple things. One is training your artists, kind of like you know how to conduct or handle themselves when they're out and about, just because, you know, there's going to be a lot of different situations as you come into fame to where you used to can go in a grocery store and just like pick up some milk for your mom or something like that. But now that you're famous, when you go in a grocery store, there's people that might walk, walk up to you, want a picture, want your autograph. So you have to know that you can't just push people away because they're your fans. So, you know, I try to tell them that they need to be able to respond to these people in a nice way and be able to give them autographs when they have time or talk to them. And they also have security guards that, depending on you know the level that they're on, they also have security that is that escorts them around. And then outside of their personal security, I think keeping track of them, I use a online platform which is like a um, it's called Basecamp, and pretty much it's a app that you can see a calendar, you can see documents, you can have updates put there. So pretty much I have, I use this app to have all of my artists, different activities, performances, or meetings in this actual app. So it sends them notifications directly to their phones, my phone, their email, and my email as well. So it's kind of like a online system that tra keeps track of everything for everyone. So for me, having to deal with multiple clients, I have one platform or one app that I use to kind of like see what everybody's doing. I can go to one calendar, kind of see on this day, Jacquees will be here on Tuesday. Cajole, she'll be in Bermuda on Wednesday. Our client from the Falcons may be going by a kid's home, you know, so it's like pretty much it's there in front of my face. So Basecamp is what I use. Okay. My second question is, from going to Lithonia High School, because I'm very familiar with the area, how has that shaped you as an individual? Going to Lithonia and then going out into the world made me realize that where I'm from, is it doesn't depict a large portion of how the world really is so knowing that i came from a place to where i may have to work a little bit harder because we aren't provided with the same tools that other people are provided with when it comes to education so we're somewhat not as prepared as other people may be just because they were provided with different things that we weren't allowed to have so knowing that i knew i had to work harder to achieve some things that I wanted to achieve just because I knew that there are other people that were already ahead of me and ahead of 
of learning things because they were presented with things earlier in high school. So going to Georgia Southern University was really like the first time that I really realized like, okay, I'm in the real world and I really have to use what I've learned from my area growing up and apply that to this real world and also be able to be open to learning other things because there's a good thing about coming from an area like Black Lane because you're not provided with much and when you're not provided with much, that means you have to work harder to get things. So you're used to working hard to achieve things. So when you're faced with adversity or when you do have to work hard for something, it's not something that's new to you because you've always had to work hard for things. So there is an advantage coming up in an area like that. To add on to my questions about your youth, when you were younger, well, what advice would you give to your younger self in present day? You, you have to, the things that you may want to do, people may not understand at the time because they're your ideas, that they're your thoughts and your dreams. So don't let people deter you from the things that you know that in your heart you want to do. As long as you align yourself to be knowledgeable about those things and kind of work towards learning how to achieve those goals, you'll be able to do it. And I think that if I was able to talk to my younger self, I'd just tell myself, have more belief in yourself and what you're doing. Well, my final question for you today is a bit of a time jump, but where do you see yourself in 15 years? I think in 15 years, I will be a successful mogul owning multiple companies. Uh, I have an agency, hope to have an app. I have an app development company, so I'm developing a lot of apps. So by that point in time, I hope that I have a lot of apps that are out into the world and are doing well. I hope to be able to not have to work as hard as I'm working right now just because I will have a company set up and employees that work in front of me. So I think that in 15 years, I should be almost retired to where I'm kind of like kicking back and traveling more. I've been to like third, like 20, about 26 countries so far. So by 50, I would have hoped to travel to at least like mm, 50. Yeah, at least 50 at a minimum, 50 countries. Hi, my name is Noah Jackson, and um, I'll be uh, telling you my questions. So first, before we go into any of it, I need to ask you, how's your day today? Day's doing good. I'm like a uh, sunny day. Well, not sunny, but it's bright. My condo where I live at, I get a lot of light, so you see it's light in here. So my day's going good. How about you? Well, my day is going excellent. So I'll just be jumping into my first question, which is, is it hard being a CEO or a manager for a company? Uh, I would... I wouldn't say it was hard. I would say it was, it's challenging. I think that anything that you do is gonna provide a challenge to you. And I think that the things that are hard for you are only hard because you're not prepared or you're not doing the right things to make it easy for you, you know? So being a CEO period of a, of a company, you're going to have to take on a lot of different pressure. You're going to have to learn more to provide intel to your employees. So I think that across the board, it is something that is challenging, but you're able to, you know, rise above every challenge as long as you're prepared or you have the tools to, you know, carry out whatever job it is that you need to do, you know? My next question is, what is the most hated and loved 
about your job? What do you love most and hate most about your job? Love most about my job is the fact that I get to travel with people that I actually like and somewhat, not for free, but we get paid to travel almost, you know, for work, you know? So Jacquees' DJ, when I used to be in college, he was my roommate in college and I used to throw parties when I was in college. So pretty much when I travel with Jacquees, it's really like, he's my best friend too. So I travel with my best friend, get to travel with Jacquees. Other friends that we've, like over the years, Jacquees' team, we've been together for more than 10 years. So a lot of us have known each other for 10 years or more. So at this point in time, it's just like traveling with your best friends across the world. So that's the fun part. The part that I hate the most, I would have to say, is the music business isn't a nine to five type thing. It's a almost 24 seven job. So you have to figure out how to create time for yourself and how to shut off what you consider to be business hours just because there's always somebody that needs something. There's always something to be done and there's always someone calling about something because in the music and entertainment business, you know, people go to clubs, they go to events late at night. So someone's always out. So I could be sleeping. Someone might call me with an issue and I sort of have to deal with it because there's someone in my role. So it's almost like a 24 seven job. Well, my, well, sadly, my final and last question is, what would you, what advice would you give for future CEOs like us or managers? The advice that I would give to you all would be to do your research. I think that research and at least searching for information for a goal or for a job that you're trying to achieve is the most important thing because you could think that you want to do something and then after doing it, you may feel a whole different way. But sometimes if you just did a little bit of research about it, you could be a step ahead or have learned or, you know, avoided some situations that you might be having just because you did a little bit of research. So I think that research takes people a long way. And even if it's not research about the job, about the product or about the event or whatever that you're trying to do, research is, is needed regardless. So I think that that would be probably my best piece of advice. Well, thank you for your responses for Omari and my uh, questions. He wanted to let everybody know that if you want to be a, a CEO or if you want to have your own company to do research for what you want to do, so, so even if you try to do it and you don't like it, you can see beforehand and research about it. My well wishes go out to all the grocery store clerks who are out here on the front line trying to give these people all the things that they need because at the hospital, it's a bit more structured, but literally anybody who's been infected can just walk into the grocery store and infect these people and they have to bring it home to their families. Well, my well wishes is going to all the people that uh, is working at the hospital because they can get sick sicker easily and also the people that are still working in the needed employees for stores and factories and all of that because they can get sick very easily so that's why i give them my well wishes i want to give well wishes to all the nurses because they might not have to like go, because they just like they're in the room with the person because they have to come in there and check on them until like, the doctor gonna be there and stuff like that so they can still be um, open to the disease.
everyone who has lost a loved one or a close friend to the coronavirus and also everyone who's currently fighting their bo- their battle with the coronavirus. My well wish goes to um, all the people, I've said this in many well wishes, but all the people who first live in an area that's like highly populated with coronavirus, like COVID-19 cases, and people who have coronavirus, and also people who have to deal with 25 different siblings in their house, and people who have missed like, who missed like college and everything, and didn't get a chance to graduate, like class of 2020. My well wishes goes to the doctors that had to sit in the room with their patients and have to be on the phone while they're with their family and watch them die. All these people who are just like, all the people who are staying at home through Corona because like we're all doing our part in this crisis right now. And so, so my well wishes to people who are staying at home because like they're actually taking it, like they're, they're taking precautions and things like that and they're staying at home. When they go out, they're putting on masks and things like that. So that people try not to get as much infected with corona so that we don't lose it anymore. Well, wishes to all of the people in education and educators, because I think that during this time, I've, I've heard a lot of my friends that say that they have children who are at home that are still doing online courses. And that was a big change because if you were a teacher that was used to have a classroom, now you have to do online courses whether you've done that before or not. So I think that's somewhat of a challenge. And the thing is, with this generation that's growing up, y'all are going to be the survivors. Like, what if everybody that's kind of older that dies, you know? So it's just like, not everybody, but just saying that people that are going to believe in the earth soon, y'all are the next generation. So we have to prepare you all to run things and to be knowledgeable about how to fight something like this. So I think that the educators definitely deserve a pat on the back. And especially people like Miss Nikki, like she had y'all on the phone with me. She's been definitely asking me for a while, you know, to <laughs> get with you all. So it's just like people like her that give people a chance to talk to someone like me, not to say that I'm just big, but just talk to someone that you might not have access to or be able to talk to people that can give you more insight on the things that y'all are looking to do. Because when I was young, I didn't really have anybody to ask a question to or to go and say, hey, can you give me a little bit of advice? It was just like figure it out on your own. That's why I'm like research people. Just do research because if you don't have nothing else, that's all you can do is research. But yes, mine, so my. Shout out those to the educators. Well wishes. Thank you for watching Business Minds Kids, where we train the kings and queens of the future.